Hello, and welcome everyone to Stand By Me's podcast series. Stand By Me is a partnership between the United Way of Delaware and the State of Delaware that offers free one-on-one support to Delawareans who want to understand more about their money, make good financial decisions, and achieve their financial goals. Today we're joined by Kathleen Rupert and Nancy Glindmeyer from the Stand By Me 50 Plus program. To start with, if you could each just introduce yourselves and your role within the program. My name's Kathleen Rupert, and I am a program manager and financial coach for the 50 plus program through the Wilmington Senior Center. And my name is Nancy Glenmeyer. I'm a financial coach with the 50 plus uh, program for Stand By Me in Kent and Sussex counties. And uh, my employer is Goodwill, and I've been with the program for eight years. So let's start with an overview of the 50-plus program. Who does the program benefit, and what kind of services does it provide to the community? So Stand By Me 50-plus serves people 50 and older, and it's an economic empowerment and stabilization program where we provide financial coaching, benefits access, and retirement planning for Delawareans both before and after they retired. So we will work on any um, financial goal that they may have, whether it's budgeting, savings, debt, credit. Uh, We also screen people for benefits, and we help them apply for those benefits, which is pretty huge for people that are um, trying to make ends meet in retirement. And I'll just give you a couple of examples of that. The Medicare Savings Program Some individuals, if they're under a certain income limit, can get their Medicare premium paid for in their Social Security check. So, therefore, they're getting a raise of $144.90 in their Social Security because they don't have that expense. So, another program is the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, which is under the old name of Food Stamps, which helps people put food on their table. And a huge one to help people erase medical debt and access medical services is the Hospital of Financial Assistance Program, where they can get their debt erased from the hospital back one year and also get one year of free medical services. So we try to do that for individuals along with helping them with their financial needs. Many of these individuals are um, unaware of many of the other benefits and programs that are out there. Uh, in their community, such as uh, banking services. Many of the individuals are unaware that they can automatically pay their monthly payments uh, via online banking or bill pay. Uh, They can also authorize automatic payments to eliminate uh, late payments and, and improve their credit. We also offer programs to help individuals lower their tax burden uh, through the reduction for the school property taxes. We also help them with fuel assistance and electric assistance, weatherization programs, uh, emergency home repairs, uh, medical needs for eyeglasses and hearing aids. Uh, So there are many different programs, and so many of the individuals that we, we meet with are unaware of these programs. So we are their eyes and we provide them with these opportunities that they might otherwise not be aware of. I just wanted to say that it's a statewide program. We have coaches that cover the whole state. And right now with COVID, we are conducting our coaching sessions over the phone. But as the senior centers are opening up, we will be out and about again. And so we're at housing, senior housing, senior centers, We meet with people at the libraries. Anywhere that we can meet up with people, we will 
do that. Why is it important and necessary to the 50-plus community that this program exists? Well, a large number of our seniors are struggling with the rising housing costs, the medical costs, and inadequate nutrition, and their diminishing savings, and they have limited access to transportation. And we're here to find ways for them to access the resources that can help them make their life better just like the ones we just named. Um, also, we have work with people who are not retired, and um, they don't know what course to take. We educate them about Social Security because there's many different ways to collect Social Security based on age or your marital status and so on. There are different ways, and we educate them so that they can pick out the best way for them. And they also... Um, need to know how much they need to save for retirement, how their retirement's going to look, and think about that. So we work with them on those things, too. What else, Nancy? Well, we we analyze their uh, monthly budget and evaluate that and take a look at it. And they might not be aware that they're paying for duplication of services, such as if they have Comcast uh, uh, Triple Play, they're already paying for phone services and internet. Then why pay for that service through your uh, cell phone provider and also um, through many other services where there may be duplication? So we look and analyze their financial status and their uh, monthly budget and can pick up on things that need to be taken care of. Those are things that you might find. What are some of the things that are common financial concerns that they bring in when they're entering the program? Most of the people that we meet with, uh, their biggest concern is budget expenses, monthly expenses, how better to prepare themselves for modifying and reducing their overhead. Um, We analyze that. We also help them on uh, different programs like the tax services that we offer through My Free Taxes can help them save upwards of $400 for having their taxes prepared. Um, We also uh, provide them with many different services that they might not otherwise be aware of that are going to save them an essential amount of money in preparation for retirement. So obviously we're in the midst of a pretty significant event with the pandemic. How have your customers' needs changed as a result of that, and how has the program adjusted to meet that? Well, a lot of our seniors are staying home, and so they're feeling isolated, and they're unable to get some of the necessities, some of the individuals that don't have family and friends. And um, so we reach out to them, and they're very grateful. Sometimes we just lend an ear to them and have a conversation with them. And other times we may make referrals so that they can get the um, needs met because they're not getting out. And then some of our customers who are below retirement age have had job loss or reduced hours. And we work with them about readjusting their budgets, maybe lowering their expenses, talking to their debtors about their hardship, and uh, connecting them to resources. I believe that we also provide a lifeline for these individuals. Uh, Many people that I've communicated with these last five months just appreciate the fact that we care about them. We care about their ability to provide for themselves and uh, just having a conversation with them because, as Kathleen said, many of them are, you know, in their home, uh, they're by themselves, they have nobody else to communicate with. Many of the senior centers that they live at 
um, have shut down the community room. Uh, they no longer play bingo. They no longer have that uh, camaraderie with others. And so consequently, when we contact them, that might be the only call that they receive that particular day. So it's a lifeline for them. And it means a great deal. So many of the individuals just at the end of the conversation will say, thank you for caring about me, which is, speaks volumes about this program. Absolutely. Have you ever found in your conversation with anybody going through this pandemic, customers were going out less and therefore actually had more money that they could put towards their overall financial goals? Yes, most definitely. I have. I've heard many people. And uh, when I speak to them and ask them how they're doing, they said all of the extra money that they have as a result of being confined at home, they're now being able to put aside and have a little bit of a savings account, which is very unusual. So I definitely see that um, that people are able to save uh, as a result of the pandemic. Some of their insurance rates have gone down and quite a few individuals were able to save all or some of their stimulus checks because they weren't, you know, spending like they used to and dining out and so forth. So let's talk about the uh, the length and nature of the coach-customer relationship. Is there a typical structure or is it always custom-tailored to the individual? It's driven by the individual. So we could meet with someone once and if we were able to help them in that one coaching session, then that is fine for them. Or we might, you know, have 50 or 80 coaching sessions. It all depends on the individual and their needs. And a lot of times they just call in and check in on us and ask us questions, you know, that they might have. And um, they just stay connected because we've developed a relationship with them. Because I've been in the program for eight years, I have established relationships with many of these individuals. They, they contact me if they have any questions or any concerns. And uh, they, if they have a, a question on their mind, they might say, gee, I'm going to call Nancy and see if she can help me with that uh, situation. So we provide a trusted relationship with them. We're compassionate with them. We have listening skills. We provide encouragement. And a lot of times we're like a cheerleader for individuals. And it's just that little bit of extra encouragement that maybe would help somebody get over the hump for that particular day or through a hardship situation. Um, They appreciate the fact that we are connected to them and provide a service to them, not only uh, through this program, but also as individuals that maybe have gone through something similar to what they may be going through. We enjoy speaking to our customers as much as I think they enjoy speaking to us because it's so gratifying to hear the progress that they're making and they're so appreciative of the resources that we connected them to. And it's just so satisfying on both ends of the spectrum. One of the common threads throughout everything with Stand By Me is you're not doing the work for the customer. You're helping the customer to do the work for themselves. You're helping to connect the dots. So the customer, when they achieve whatever the goal is that they're trying to accomplish, they have to have a really good sense of fulfillment and reward from that. Um, what kind of feedback do you get from them when, when you're able to help them achieve something that's really important to them? They're so appreciative. One, they're proud of themselves. And another, they're just so appreciative of the help that we provide. It's just so gratifying for them and for us. Many individuals don't realize what potential they have until we shed a light on it for them. I had one elderly couple that contemplated canceling their appointment because the more they thought about it, they thought there's no way that I could possibly help them. 
And as a result of meeting with them, I was able to encourage them to refinance their property. And as a result, they consolidated all of their debt into their mortgage, allowing the husband to put his Social Security into a savings account. And for the first time in their life, they actually had a savings account with direct deposit. They had an emergency fund. They finally had paid off all their debt with the exception of their mortgage. And it was at a comfortable rate where they were able to afford that with their uh, with the resources that they had. All of these things were possible as a result of meeting with them. We're like a cheerleading squad for them because when they do achieve successes, such as buying a home, buying a new car, retirement planning, investment services, all these things, we encourage them and and provide them with a great deal of uh, kudos because we know that it has really been a struggle for them to get to that point. So we need to acknowledge their success. Any other success stories that stand out to either of you? When I first started this job years ago, Fred came into my office and um, he was living with a family member, but he wanted to live on his own. We talked about his income. He was getting about 800 and some odd dollars from Social Security. After that, I asked him about his marital status, his work history, and so on. And in the conversation, he said that he was married. His wife had died. He had remarried, but was divorced. So we applied for Social Security widow's benefits, and his Social Security went from 800 to $1,700 a month. Wow. So that was huge. Then we pulled his credit, and he had some things in collections. So um, I educated him how to negotiate with the collection agencies. He did so. He paid them off. I connected him with a credit builder loan. He was able to build credit. He got a small credit card. And then he got a good credit score, and then he was able to get his own apartment. That just kind of touches on a lot of the things we do. What a great success to be able to help him gain his independence and find that other money that was just on the table waiting. Oh, exactly. Yes, he was so happy. Nancy, any others on your side? I met with a woman who was in her 80s, and when she first approached me, she was renting a home, and a home that was not very well insulated. Uh, so consequently, she was spending a great deal of money for not only rent, but also utility expenses and fuel and everything else. Plus, she was isolated at her age. She had health issues. She was living alone. And uh, the final straw came when uh, a couple winters ago, um, I was checking in on her to make sure that she had gotten a fuel delivery. Uh, she had not. And I negotiated a delivery for her so that at least she could be warm because she had shared with me that the house was so cold inside that there was icicles forming on the inside of her curtains. And she had her oven on as her source of heat. So I was so terrified that something horrible was going to happen to this woman. So I encouraged her to apply for senior housing. And I convinced her that that would be a a better, affordable way to live. She would have a camaraderie with other individuals her own age. She could socialize. It took her 18 months to get in, but she is now in senior housing and so much happier. She is in an area where she has access to shopping and to groceries. She socializes with the bingo uh, group, and she is accountable for other people, and they keep an eye on her so that she always feels safe. 
and it is a lot less expensive. So she is thrilled with the encouragement to, to move out of the house that she was renting. From your experience, what makes a coach-customer relationship work well or not work well? I would have to say listening skills. There has to be trust. Many of the individuals that approach us and come to us, it's a huge step for them to, first of all, ask for help and to speak with a stranger. There has to be a level of confidence. There has to be a level of compassion, and it it takes time to establish that bond. But when we do uh, sit down and meet with individuals, we tell them up front, we are not judgmental. We want to help you. And, And that is our primary goal, to help them achieve success. We are a, I see ourselves, the coaches, as like a lighthouse. We are a beacon of light to provide safe passage to a better future. And that's exactly what we do. And when they realize that we have their best interests at stake and at heart, then there is a rapport that is established between the individual and the coaches. And that's how we establish the relationship that we have where people call us and confide in us and, and ask us for help. Right. They have to be feel comfortable with their coach. And if they mess up, they have to feel comfortable to let us know that so that we can say, okay, let's try a different path. How about trying this or that? To give them different options so that they're free to speak with us and they get understanding and they get information and they get support. And it's just all about developing that strong relationship so that they're not afraid and they're very, very comfortable with us. I just want to thank you both for your commitment to the senior community in the state of Delaware and all the great work that you and the rest of the 50-plus coaches are doing, and I'm sure very rewarding to be doing it. Excellent. Yes, Yes, it it is. Today's podcast has been brought to you by the United Way of Delaware, the state of Delaware, and by our generous partners and donors. For more information, visit www.standbyme.org or facebook.com slash standbymedelaware. If you are in need of emergency food assistance, Delaware 211 is the state's referral hotline. Dial 211 or 1 800 560 3372 or text 898 211 or visit www.delaware211.org.